the end I saw the ending of UCF's first game and that was when I when I finally saw who Taco Fall was because I don't really pay attention to college sports. Did you, all that that picture, did you see that picture of him when he was on his knees and he was as tall as the guard from the other yeah. team? Yeah. Well, there was also that picture of him with um, uh, it was a picture of him with um, standing right next to Zion during the game, and Zion looked like me standing next to Zion, like. <laughs> It was ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. It's crazy, dude. Like they they put a side by side and it was like Zion's like six eight with like a seven one wingspan or some shit, and fucking Taco Fall is like seven six with an eight foot one wingspan. It's four, dude. I, it's insane. There's one thing this guy knows. It's his long boys wingspans. Yeah. I love long boys. <laughs> I love. Them. I'm a long boy, and congratulations to your long boys. They Kurt lost. They lost tonight, so I think they're oh, technically now out. Maybe they might be half a game. Back. I think they might be. Yeah, they might be half they, a game back. They need, if they had won tonight, they'd have been in uh, seventh place. Well, Miami's been fucking playing like shit too, so yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's not. Uh, not helping. Like, playing like shit too, like playing like shit, like as the Orlando Magic are because they're. Orlando Magic are playing very well. Two in relation to the fact that they just superseded Orlando Magic. Well, T O O is that kind of two. That's it. Because we're recording, so kids at home, that's what that two is. T-O-O. Right. I've realized as I've gotten older, I'm so bad with twos and theirs. I don't know what happened. I used to win oh, spelling bees. It drives me insane. I'm so bad it at that. It drives them. me insane. I hate it. I hate when people don't use the right one. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. it. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I used to be so good at these things. And then like somewhere along the lines, I started texting and I just like, I lost my way. It's not good. I'm I'm millennial trash and I have my caps lock, my auto caps lock turned off on my phone. So like everything I text is lowercase. But having said that, my grammar is still good. I, I still text well. I still have correct text message grammar outside of capital Yeah, I do. I do not. Uh, I am terrible. I don't know what I, happened. Uh, my future career depends on the fact that I'm good at it. So it's true. It's true. I would say that it just it's just important in general. So let's just all be good at it. Enough at it. That's really There's enough stupid people in this world. We don't need more of them. That's yeah, fair. that's fair, guys. You guys make all. You guys are making good points. Um, cool. Well, uh, welcome back, y'all. This is episode 86 of NBA, the podcast that tries to talk about NBA shit, but mostly we just talk a lot of shit. We have two um, players. Two players. Ooh. Ironically, these two players played for the same team during the same season. So clearly. Oh, okay. Let's go. Quiz time. Let's go. So. Wait, one more time. What are we at again? 86. 86. 86. Oh, shoot. I My have... TV is getting picked up in the background. I need to, I need to mute that shit. You should. You should. Let's think about this. Let's talk. Let's, 86. We're going to do this. I, it's, a big, it's a big person. It's a big person. I Okay. I want to say... God, I want to say like... No, I was going to say Andrew Bogut, but it's definitely not Andrew Bogut. No, I don't think he ever did 80s. Um, let's see. 86. I can't think of a single. I, but you see, you're saying big, but I'm saying like, like it definitely has to be. Well, one, it's definitely a role player. Um, I don't think any famous person's sitting. I, I bet you there's a famous person. I just have a feeling. I have a feeling that 86 is like somebody who we're going to be like, I can't believe that person changed his number like, from yeah. number 12. Right, I'm back. There's no way you're going to get it. And if you do get it, it's because you looked it up. I didn't. Uh, we've, we've, just been, we've been contemplating. Actually, we've just been sitting here like, is it a center? Is it a small guy? Is it a role player? Is it a star? Can we get maybe a decade or something for them? Yeah, let's start there. It's got to be in the 2000s. Eight years ago. 
Okay, that's what I figured. Probably recently because nobody was wearing fucking eighty six and like ninety two. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I should have said eighty six and eighty six. <laughs> yeah, damn it. Uh, okay, clues. Let's go. Let's do this. I feel good about this. Eastern Conference. Okay, Eastern that's Conference. not helpful. Eastern um, Conference. one player. What? Uh, I can give you Boston. I can give you team. Okay. okay. Is Boston. it weird that I think it's like Nate Robinson and Glenn <laughs> Big Baby Davis? It's not. It's, not. it's neither one uh, of them. I both players know. played center. One of them is foreign. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, Boston. One of them is foreign. Both of them played center. Rasheed Wallace. No. PJ Brown. Also no. Damn it. Okay. Uh, also. Uh, these two players spent two and three years in the NBA, respectively. Oh, boy. This is making oh. it way tougher. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, roughly eight years ago, they both played for the Celtics together? Yes. At the same time? Well, I assume one of them got cut and or traded. That's yeah. fair. Or, or demoted to the, the what was then the D-League. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, foreign players, number 80. One is a foreign, foreign if player. If you get this, I will give you a blowjob. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, there's a lot on the line here. It's just been lonely in LA. Uh, boy, okay, 86. Oh, God. What was that kid's name from Syracuse? The one that died. I Dude, I legitimately am tapping out. I don't know. It's not Fab Mello. Fab Mello. God damn it. It's not him. That's a, that okay. was a good guess. That, Honestly, was, was, that was like the awesome. best I could come up with. Okay, give it to me. I have no fucking clue. It is Semi Erden and, whoops, I just closed it. Nothing. And Chris Johnson. Nope, nothing. I don't know who either of those players are. I don't know who either of those players are. I think so, I think. I think Chris Johnson may have played at Colorado. <laughs> Let me see. I have no idea. No, nope, he, he played it. He played at LSU. I so, give I, mean, I, I, am, I, I, just, I was say if I Google Chris Johnson, I'd get like thirty-two like athletes, right? Uh, and like a guy that does taxes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, like that. That was your best hope was just throwing out like that name oh and gosh. one of them. Just yeah, doing sure. a fucking two K generator. He spent three years in the league. Erden spent two. I mean, they were, and they. I mean, they barely. Like, they, they didn't play. I mean, it's, it's tough. I mean, that's a tough question. Eighty six. Hence well, why why I was willing to offer either of you oral sex if you had received it, or if you had answered it correctly. If I got in, if I had, in all honesty, if I gotten it correctly, I'd just like that get a semi. <laughs> Boo. Oh, that was good. Boo. That was that was good. I'll, I'll um, give credit where it's due. That was that was funny. Well, we're back, y'all. This is when we are in hip top shape. It's playoff time, Gosh. bitches. We are we're in playoff mode. Uh I I'm really your host. fucking need Orlando to make the playoffs. Really. Oh, they're only half game out. They're only half game out. That that like last three the last three teams that are like battling for the A spot, like Charlotte's been playing well, Miami's been playing like shit, despite the fact that they're still up there, and Orlando's been playing well. So like there's just it's just so tight, and I think Charlotte and Orlando play each other on the last game of the season. So they do. They do. Uh, the pressure is on. Clifford goes could back. Some, Clifford goes back to Charlotte. Seating. Some seating implications on the line. Oh, God, be. that would be that's like that's like last year when like uh, Minnesota played Denver for the last seed. Like yeah. that's that type of shit. Like that, that level of intensity. Yes. Of like we're trying to make the playoffs. I need that. Yeah, it's like game. it's a it's a pseudo playoff game. Is what I need it. that game. Yeah, that's like a playing game basically. Like I need mm-hmm. that fucking game. Um, just to add like some excitement to the end of the season. 
Um, I, mean, I feel like that would add some excitement, dude. A fucking playing game to the playoffs. I think we feel like yeah. we're talking about this. Yeah, there's 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 a lot that needs to be done with the playoff. Like somebody was telling, like I was listening to a podcast today. Oh, it was the low low post. And he was like, people just like assume that Memphis is terrible and that they're tanking. They would be probably like seventh or sixth in the Eastern Conference. Like they're that yeah. competitive. I am fully on board with a best 16 teams playoff. That would be yeah. wonderful. Well, especially now because, like, with the travel shit, like, it's not the same. You're not fucking riding a bus from fucking Minnesota to fucking Portland. Like, you're taking a fucking overnight flight. It's a private flight. Like, it's catered. You're sleeping. It's like, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. No, you're it, fine. It, you can space it out enough where it's like there's no jet lag involved. You're fine. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Jay. Um, do you want to do introductions? Let's do it. Um, I'm your host, Jake Hiles. Um, directly, I guess, adjacent to me in terms of like the same city, I guess. Uh, introduce yourself, sir. Hey, it's Tad. I don't have an AKA this week, but I do have this to say. Oh, boy. If Orlando doesn't make the playoffs, it'll be Orlando tragic. <laughs> proud of yourself? Proud of yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I felt good about that That's one. That's good. That's good. Uh, thanks, Tad. Uh, and my brother from my my mother. Um, yeah. Introduce yourself, sir. Yeah, it's Nikki Kiles, a.k.a. Hollywood Nikki, a.k.a. Senpai Ojale. <laughs> the funniest thing is, after our last episode, I was laying in bed, and I came up with some really good ones, and I cannot remember what they were. Damn it, phone, Tad. You gotta start writing uh, down. <laughs> I, plug, I plug my phone in because it was dead, and I fell asleep before it turned back on so that I could actually write these down. <laughs> Dude, you got to just put legal like, pad next I, to your I remember head. one of them was Michael All of the Candy. <laughs> that's not bad. Ah, that's, that's pretty good. good. That's pretty good. Yes. Uh, God, do we want to do one of those pun-offs? Do you want to do like a quick like pun-off? Man, I had one other. It was all centers. It was all big players. Uh, I had one I, I had one with Jake Sacalitas, who you guys may remember played for the Suns. <laughs> um, Michael Lacani, and all I can think of is I want to put the I Want Candy song. <laughs> to him playing basketball, but instead of it saying "I want candy," it just says "Oh, I want candy." Dun, dun, dun. Somebody definitely did that. There's I no mean, way like, that doesn't. I I used to like back in like NBA Live, like '98. Mm-hmm. He would be he would, like, and they would always say "Michael, all the candy," and I just always always thought Michael, all the candy. I have thought that since I was like seven years old. Like oh, that has just been the one thing. Also, I can't believe we haven't said this, guys. Hey, all candy forever. <laughs> Yes. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, cool. Well, let's get – It was another fucking Western Conference Center. That's all I, I remember. But I, I – oh, man. It's really going to bother me. Well, keep it in the back of your mind. I'm telling you, dude, legal pad. Just fucking put a legal pad next to you. Just write that shit down. Old-fashioned old way. I'll um, do that. All right, so we're going to start the podcast off with some somber news. Um, as we talked about as we were getting ready for the podcast, uh, Yusuf Nurkic had a, a gruesome, gruesome injury the other night um, against Brooklyn, and he is out for the season, probably out for at least at least the next 12 months. It was, a, it was yeah. an injury reminiscent of, of the Paul George injury and the Gordon Hayward injury, although I didn't watch it with the sound on, but my understanding is that this one sounded much worse. It reminded me most of the Kevin Ware injury, if you guys recall that. Right. That's exactly what my buddy Bob said when uh, he was like, he was like, that made me think of the only other one I ever seen live. The he was like the kid from Louisville, and I was like, oh, because I also saw it live, and I've seen far too many gruesome. Okay, I saw the Paul George one. I saw the Nurkic yep. one. Yep. I saw the uh, the Ware one. What else have I seen? I. I got to see Malice at the Palace. Not a not a broken bone, but 
Did you? I, I didn't. See, I didn't see the Gordon Hayward live. I had to watch that after the fact. No, I saw that live. Sent it to me. Oh uh, yeah, I did send it to you. I. Also, I would like to point out, Jay did not put a spoiler or like a hey warning. It's because he breaks his leg. It's just like, hey guys, here's a basketball fucking clip, and I, I got to watch that. I can't remember what was going on, but we had family over at our house during the Kevin Ware one. Um, maybe it was Easter or some shit. I don't know. Um, but I remember a bunch of my family was in the kitchen and our, my parents house, the living room and the kitchen are like, you know, it's an op- open concept, you know? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Sure. And, yeah. uh, I watch HGTV. And I, uh, I remember like nobody else was watching the game. I was just sitting in the living room in a recliner and he snapped his fucking leg. Like it was a twig. And I jumped up and screamed. Like I yelled, I yeah. was yelling at the TV and everybody, like all of my extended family and stuff like turned and like, we're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and I showed everybody and nobody else seemed phased by it. I'm like, he just fucking snapped his leg in half. His bone is sticking out of his leg. Yeah, farm farm really people, bad. man, farm people. They just, they're, they're built a different way, man. We've seen some shit. Yeah, but actually, yeah. it was my mom's side of the family. None of them are farmers. Or grow <laughs> farmers so. I hope we, I was hoping you're like you show them that, and they're like, you do know that your uncle is not does not have a hand because of a tragedy. <laughs> yeah. like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Grandpa Joe's missing six fingers. What's what are you talking about? I don't understand. Um, this family. <laughs> it's uh, if 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 any of my grandparents uh, were going to get injured by some sort of farm machinery, it would have been my uh, Grandpa Harold. Grandpa Harold. Harold, yeah. Was he missing any fingers? No, no, he wasn't. He just um, he just drank a lot of brown liquor and ate a lot of red meat. Type move. Real, real man's man. Type yeah, real move. Man's man. Oh, boy. Man. I bet you he was super constipated. Uh, so this injury, it's unfortunate because they're already facing the issue with CJ McCollum, and now this one pretty much just, like, guarantees they're that there's going to be a first round out. Yeah, like, they're done. And it sucks because, like, Dame's had such a good season, and so and they have they have had such a good season. I mean, they're third right now in the Western Conference despite these injuries, and it's just like it's it's pretty much squandered, man. Like they've had a really really good season, a second good season to last season, and like just fucking, it's over, it's done. It's really the hard part. The hard part for me is too is that like they're gonna play the Spurs. Who I right. love, and I would love to see the Spurs like actually win that series. But I would who, also like who also I like, ground hot streak. Yeah, I, I like I like Portland a lot too. Um, so I wouldn't have I wouldn't have cared. And like what I kind of want to happen is I kind of would love to have somebody from Portland just come out and play out of their goddamn mind in this it's series. Game, like, it's sort game. of no 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 no. I'm talking like I'm talking like Nate Robinson versus the Nets. Sure. Like 2011 or 12. See, or but this is this is what I'm saying though. Like the numbers show that when Dame is off the floor, there is a noticeable difference in their performance. Like Portland is noticeably worse. I think it's like a 16 point swing when Dame is not on the floor. So like the the silver lining here, because like for me, to me, Dame's probably like the second best point guard in the league. Like that's just my opinion of point guards. I think he's the second best point guard. Steph. Like it's Steph. Then Dan. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, I mean, I kind of forget that, like, Steph Curry is a point guard. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, that team is just such a hodge – like, it's a hodgepodge in a, in a, in a positive way. Which, right. It is. And it's just, uh, like, that team is so fluid. But, like, for to me, I think he's the second-best oh, point he's guard easily, in the league. He's easily second-best yeah. point guard. I, I, I just like, really can't think of anybody who would if do you if you disagree you can have your own opinion. Just know that it's fucking wrong. Right. Wrong. I mean, he's just, he's just that good. And I think he – 
despite the fact that he's the second best point guard in the league, he just doesn't get the same level of respect because like Portland's a smaller market and like they don't get a lot of primetime games. And like, he just doesn't have the recollection that people that are of his ilk have. And this is his opportunity when the odds are stacked against him for him to just like have a coming out part. Cause the, the reality is, is like, the San, San Antonio Spurs, despite the fact that they've had a really, really good hot streak recently, have had a very bad defensive season just yeah. across the board. They are a terrible defensive team. And you it begs the question, like, who do you even put on Dame in that series? So, like, there is some real potential for Dame to come out of this series as, like, the no question, like, second best point guard in the league like in all honesty if he does that i'd be very happy i mean i feel bad saying like seeing the spurs not win but they're probably gonna be okay next year as well i think he cements himself if they force if they played to seven games i don't even think they have to win the series if he puts them on their back and he carries them to seven games without two their two other best players i mean that to me is like hey you know where i'm fucking here yeah uh, I also this this is kind of an interesting thought, at least in my mind, and maybe you guys are like, no, this is not interesting at all. But despite the injuries, if Portland sees another first round exit, there is a good chance, in my opinion, that Terry Stotts gets fired. See, now here's here's where I would here's my rebuttal to that is like it, he kind of has a built-in excuse as to why. Right, yeah. but and his I, second and third best players just had freak injuries weeks before the playoffs was about to start. That, but that, I like that's happened in the past though, where like players not, have, not, but not to this level. Maybe not. But like, dude, their saying, second like, and third, their second and third overall scorers and best players both went down in in less than a week. Right. No, I, I completely agree. I just think that sometimes like ownership and management can be a little hate, especially because now they have new owners since you know Paul Allen RIP. Um, yeah. But. Uh, there, there's always that chance, though, that, like, a team is like, yo, we have a young superstar, you know, they have Lillard, and it's like, okay, we need to figure out a new direction because we need to win some fucking games. Which is like, possible. Yeah. Which is possible. I like Terry Stott, though, and, like, he's had two seasons back-to-back where, like, they're a top three seed in the, in the Western I love, Conference. I love Terry Stott. I love him. I, I think he's a great coach. Like, I, I'm not – this is not me shitting on Terry Stotts. It's just no, no, sometimes no. organizations choose to just go in a, a different yeah. direction. Yeah, when shit like this happens, this, I mean, I don't, that, that's how what's happened. Like when the Golden State Warriors went to Steve Kerr, you know, it's not like they were doing bad. Yeah, I mean they had good season back to back. Um, but they had, they had have you seen all that, that internal turmoil stuff about Mark Jackson? I yeah, mean, apparently he's a real piece of work. Yeah, really. Um, but like to actually, but Nikki, you actually made me think of a, a really another good point though. The Blazers were in like sort of the same situation with Nate McMillan. Yeah. I mean, Nate McMillan won a lot. And look, he's having success in Indiana. He's not a bad coach. Yeah. It's just sometimes they're like, yo, we got to fucking win. That, you need to find that, like, next step up. Exactly. It's like when <laughs> the Mavericks let Avery, Avery Johnson coach the Mavericks to 66 wins. Yeah. And they let him go. I mean, I don't think they, they didn't let him go after the 66-win season, but no. they let him go, and then Rick Carlisle wins or wins a title. You know, I mean, right. like. What was the one? I want to say it was one of the Cavs, right? Weren't, weren't they, like, winning a bunch of games, and they got rid of their coach? Why can't I think of? David Blatt? I think it was. Isn't that for David Blatt or no? Yeah, they were doing well. And then it was just, well, it was like, they weren't doing well. Like, they had gone to the championship and they lost. And then the following season, they had kind of a rough start. And LeBron was like, that's it, homie. Time to bring it, Tyler. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, the, the one bad thing about this injury, not one bad thing, like, it's a terrible fucking injury just in general. But we haven't seen this injury happen to a big man. 
Like we've only seen it happen to wing players. Um, True. And it just begs the question of like, will he ever be able to play again? Like you see guys like Paul George who finally got like four years later, finally got to where they need to be. And Gordon Hayward is clearly, clearly not the same player after his freak injury. Yeah. It just begs the question, like this could be the end of Nurkic's career. Here's why I don't think that, that will be the case. I don't think he'll be as good as he was, but he's not a guy that traditionally uses his athleticism as much number one and number two it's a leg break it's not a foot which is usually the detriment of the big man it's not a ligament tear sure it's a and don't get me wrong i'm not diminishing the seriousness of this injury by by any means but it's not like i don't know that it's it's if he was gonna have a serious injury this might be like to his lower body obviously a broken arm is what you kind of want but uh, you're gonna break a bone (laughs) i mean as far as nba players go i get it i get it your left arm right but or like the orbital because then you get to wear that cool mask the mask is tight yeah because that's it what is. you want you want to look like like clear zorro the mask also a funny movie starring yeah. jim carrey. <laughs> if you ask my dad the only good jim carrey movie my dad fucking loves he does jim carrey he Just. does not like jim carrey but he loves the mask for some reason it's his it's his only movie that he likes of his uh, maybe it's the zoot suits my dad uh my dad, I've never seen my father laugh harder than um, uh, at Napoleon Dynamite. Wow. Really? Yeah, my my family. We were redoing our basement, and we had uh, we got rid of all our furniture, and, and we were redoing everything. And um, we had a TV stand down there, and a TV, and uh, like some folding chairs that like my my brothers and I would would play video games uh, like down there. And um, my friend had just gotten a point dynamite on DVD for like his birthday or something. And we were sitting down there and we were turning it on. And my dad comes down. He's like, you know, like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, Oh, we're going to watch this movie. And he pulls up a fucking folding chair and just sits there. <laughs> I've never seen him laugh at anything that's, more. That's crazy. And he that's laughed at that movie. And I, I mean, would... it's not like he's like a stern guy who has no sense of humor. Right, like right, he right. has a good time, but like I, this is the hardest <laughs> and most I've ever seen him laugh. <laughs> that's wild. I would kill for my dad to laugh at Napoleon Dynamite. That's just never, <laughs> never going to happen. I remember my dad's more of like a like a talking animals guy. You know, that's just yeah, that's fair. look. I <laughs> that's just respect. I get it. That's he's just like yo. I get this. This is funny. Nutty Professor one, two. When the daughter comes in, three. Yeah, like all of them. Button, sign me up. It's not yeah, I, Nutty Professor or uh, the Steve. The no the. Nutty Professor. Because Talk, Talking I'm Animals sorry, is not a, Nutty Professor. Doctor Doolittle. Doctor Doolittle. Yep. Yeah, Eddie Murphy. Wrong brother. Eddie Murphy movie. He does well. He does oh, love yeah, wait, Nutty Eddie Professor. Too. Yeah, yeah, he's in both of them. Bro. Yeah, it's just. I think anything that Eddie Murphy does. I'm curious if you thought it was. <laughs> I, I, I honestly. Yo, Eddie I, Griffin, I knew, man. Eddie Griffin talks to animals. Knew, Everybody knows it. I knew. I knew Doctor Doolittle was Eddie Murphy, but for whatever reason, like I, it just, I, my mind just wasn't connecting <laughs> the, the Eddie like, Murphy. Uh, wrong black guy, Jay. It's Dougie Fresh. Dougie, 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 Doug. Dougie, Doug is the one that talks to the animals he's in there he's doing the thing it's his last yeah. movie it was cool runnings dr doolittle then he was done he's just out i'm not helping i'm not helping the white people's case <laughs> well, that reminds me we're at work we're at work today and uh i won't say the name of the girl that, that i work with who, who said this but we're like walking to a meeting and there's this black dude talking to our ceo and she just like looks really quick and she's like is that sterling k brown i'm like what makes you think what makes you think that sterling k brown is here right now at a software company. Why oh, would you man. think that he's here? She's like, I don't know. He just kind of, I was like, what? 
how? Why? He's a black guy. He's a dark black guy. You just thought it was Sterling K. Brown. Like when we when we stop recording, I need you to give me the name. Oh, I will. Yeah. It's, I mean, sure we we work together. Like I, I I have an idea. I'm sure you can probably guess of who it might be, but. Um, I was today at work. So today at work, I was talking to a uh, uh, he's a voiceover artist, and I know who he is because like I like that sort of shit. And like I was talking to him, and I was like, you know, I was like, yeah, I love your work. It's great, great stuff. He was like, super nice guy. He leaves, and literally two of my coworkers walked up to me and are just like, is he like a retired basketball player or something? And I was like, the guy's like five four. Oh, in the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he's fucking Muggsy Bogues. Yeah, was like, Earl Blinken's banks at his bank. Yeah, they were uh, just like they were just like we just, just we were just like you knew who he was and we were confused as why you would know who he was and I was like I like things that are other than sports right obscure I, like, I, I don't most obscure shit oh Nikki tell Tad who you met today Melissa McCarthy oh really yeah was she nice she seems like she might be she she's either really nice or she seems like she could be no a, she she was legit nice okay. she's just that yeah. Midwestern nice dude she's yeah. from fucking uh, Naperville I think I met her uh, yeah I met her husband too Eddie Falcone also a very nice man. Seems like it. Gotta I love like it. Him. Anyways. Look, I know we're derailing this, but I just want to say this real quick. <laughs> the scenes between the two of them on the plane in the movie Bridesmaids yes. is some of the funniest fucking cinema I have ever seen. In my, I'm banging on my desk in case yeah. you want to No, we can hear it. I'm it's just trying to hammer. I'm hammering good. my point home. It sounds like that a is some, That is some of the fun. Like, and he is trying so hard not to laugh and <laughs> yeah. break throughout that whole. It, it is just that's great. I'm happy to know that they're nice people. They seem like they would be nice people, but you, I mean, you, you never know. Yeah. Um, no, I love so that. I don't know if it's surprising, but she's shorter than me, which I did not. I wasn't sure. I never know. I literally just never know. I could have told you that. Tom she Cruise is looks, shorter than you too. Tom Cruise is a fucking midget. Yes, he is. Little person. I've never, I've never met him nice. before. And I don't know if I ever will. Oh boy. Um, so we've been talking a lot about coaches. Um, so I thought this would be a good opportunity to talk about the rumors coming out of La La Land. Nikki, I'm sure you've heard many of them Hello. since you're in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, LeBron rumors, was talking to me the other day. Yeah, and I'm sure he told you that the rumors are coming out that like Luke Walton's pretty much for sure going to get fired at the end of the season. Um, it just hasn't gone well. I will say this. Luke Walton, not a bad coach, has made that team better until this season. Um just not the right coach for this situation. He'll get the problem chance. is you're you're asking. You fucked up when you brought in LeBron to play for a coach. Like he's just not. He's not gonna play for yeah. a guy like that. Which is a fucking. That is a knock against LeBron, in my opinion. So, yeah. so I get, I get a lot. what do you say that is it? Is that a lock? Is that a knock on LeBron or is that a knock on the Lakers for being like, hey man, I don't give a shit. Like this is LeBron. Like knowing full well and like Magic Johnson and his team. Were, went straight to Luke Walton's team and they're like, it's probably not going to work out, but good luck this season. Like, it literally was that conversation. No, I, I, I get that. Like, I, the I Lakers think, handled this situation so fucking poorly. Well, I don't I, think, in all honesty, isn't that just the Lakers' MO? Yeah, I mean, it is. Poorly? I, I mean, yeah, congrats to your storage franchise, but it seems like it would be a shit place to work there. And I get it. Doctor, like, I understand that like, your window is that small. way. Really quick, guys. That being said, Los Angeles Lakers, if you're listening, I would, I will 1 billion percent take a job. Yell at me all you want. Hey, what what I mean, job that do you team is qualified for, Nikki? Absolutely nothing. Y'all want <laughs> me to stand in the corner, give everyone a high five? I'll fucking do it. Slang tickets, brother. Yeah, dude. Hell be yes. A, a be, the, be the equipment says. manager. You could be the equipment manager, and if you're lucky, oh you become God, best friend. Like, it's, it's actually a pretty lucrative job. Hell yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure. But uh, having said that, um, the Lakers, I don't, I don't, 
I don't fault the Lakers as much. I think they're they're certainly culpable in the whole situation. But having said that, um, when you have a young team and you have a rising head coach, you got to snag. What if you don't get LeBron? Like, what if you don't sign him? I mean, uh, absolutely, absolutely. So and what you do right it changes your entire. If you're LeBron, shut the fuck up and just. God, like, I actually I have a lot to say about LeBron, so I'm gonna get up on my high horse. Or I'm just... <laughs> my so, my only thing with LeBron is just like so, and just this whole situation is like. I I do feel strongly that the Lakers did Luke Walton wrong. Like they were they basically yeah, they told him in the beginning For like sure. it's just not going to work. So like just give it a shot and we'll see what happens. And like Magic Johnson was like really really mean to him. Um but with that being said like Magic I Johnson, Magic Johnson has HIV. Everybody. People forget that. They nobody forgets <laughs> no, it. You mention it every no, episode. It's cuz I want to remind the people. Good. <laughs> now everybody knows. Actually, no bullshit. I was reading Bill Simmons' book the other night, and I was on the section where he was talking about Magic Johnson as the fourth best player of all time, I think. Um, and we're reading it together, and Amber's just like, who's Magic Johnson? I'm like, oh, you know, probably the best player in Lakers history, depending on who you ask, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, so he was good? I'm like, yeah, he's pretty good. She's like, what does he do now? It's like, well, actually, he's like the president of the Lakers. She's like, wow. And then she just keeps reading. She's like, he has AIDS. I'm like, yeah. She's like, he didn't die. I'm like, nope. She's like, did he? He beat AIDS. We're like, I was like, yeah. She's like, so he doesn't have it anymore. I was like, well, I think he does actually. No, he's, he still he still has AIDS, but I mean, no, he still has it. It's not. It's we don't have a cure not, for not it. Not HIV, but full blown AIDS. Yeah. yeah. Um, thank you for the clear. Somehow, somehow we I mean, we well, know I how they said HIV earlier, so I wanted to. That's uh, a good point. You did, and said thank yeah. you for self correcting. Um, no, but what I was gonna say is like when you get LeBron, like. The same thing happened in Cleveland. Like they had dra- drafted Andrew Wiggins, and they had Kyrie. You know what didn't happen? Miami. Yeah, because fucking I... Pat Riley swatted his bitch ass down. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That was, the only, that was the only situation where they were like, "No, you're gonna just conform because you don't know what the fuck you're doing." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know what? That's a good point, Nikki. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, a couple things here. Um, number one, my brother sent me a funny meme the other day. <laughs> And it was a picture of Jordan, and it said, if you go and try to get to pussy six times, and you get to pussy six times, versus the other dude who tried to go get to pussy eight times, and he only get it three times, who the man? <laughs> like, hey, that's a valid argument. Um, I guess. <laughs> but that's it. here's my thing. Here's what I think. I think we need to talk about LeBron. Again? I have some thoughts. I know we're turning into ESPN. Hire me, please. Uh, I have some thoughts. I think LeBron is a raging alcoholic, and he has a serious problem. What? He always posts, he always posts pictures in Instagram stories of wine, and now recently, if you saw his recent Instagram story, it was him taking a video of a bottle of tequila and then turning the camera back around on his own face and making some faces about it. LeBron hitting the bottle a little too much. Yeah, could could be. Could that's be. the most. That's ridiculous. Could explain why he's lazy. The, what could a hot be. take! What he's a hot take! LeBron, the alcoholic. You know, Just, I mean, he's, maybe he's, he's high functioning. Wh- maybe he's a high functioning alcoholic. Wow. Josh Gordon wow. said he never played a game in in college or uh, the NFL not under the influence of of something. So I mean, and Josh Gordon, uh, a, a premier <laughs> talent. You know. Wow. Wow. Just like that, just like the NBA swept Jordan's gambling under the rug. Wow! NBA mm-hmm. just sweeping LeBron, the alcoholic, under the rug. Look, man, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just, watching I the video. Call him like I see him. <laughs> this is I'm, ridiculous. 
I'm watching the video and the it's what does it say? I think it says Ray Soul, Soul, yeah, S O L. On the bottle, it's literally like a a sun with a face on it, and it has like eyebrows and a mustache, and it's making like a goofy ass grin. And then it cuts to LeBron making almost the exact same. Just play play video. Push push play. Uh, Yeah, press play for y'all. I'm explaining it. But that's all it is, and it's just a real creepy face. And it comes in hot and fast, and it's like, ooh, I didn't like that. It's LeBron making that smile like, yo, I'm going to get drunk again. Ah, boy. Also, For the fourth I should, time today. I should mention, I'm going to have to backtrack something. I got a little heated last week saying that LeBron was worse than – that LeBron was equal to Karl Malone. That was ridiculous. I take it back. I was a little heated. I was very mad you, at LeBron. Like, you had me kind of talked into it at one point. <laughs> so, I could, I, no. No, Le- <laughs> LeBron is LeBron is the second best player of all time. There's no question about it. it he's just never going to be like he's just never the first. Just never. Yeah, I actually, don't think he's the first. Actually, I think he might be the third. In my opinion, I still think Kareem's better. Just like longevity wise, like numbers wise, Kareem was the greatest. The oh, caveat hey, that quick. I always come. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say real quick. You said that. Why the fuck have we mentioned that? Kobe instead of just eating like a horse stick or something oh, like that, yes! that he was number one was so good I, I would have done the same thing I would have done the same thing how could I possibly not I guess yeah it's you, you don't really have much of an option for that I'm shit. not eating a cow tongue do you see that fucking thing it was disgusting my kid, my, my no, he didn't he didn't have to say that he was the best he just had to rank True, but he would, it wouldn't have been Kobe if he didn't. That's true. Up. That's very Kobe. Like, that's just very Kobe, Kobe talking. Um, but anyways, the reason I brought up the Lakers coaching situation because rumors are coming out that Jason Kidd is the front runner, um, and I wanted to get your guys' opinion on that. Christ, fucking get rid of this dude. Fuck. Yeah, I, I, really. You quick, know what I'm gonna I, do after this podcast? Right, I'm gonna go get drunk, drive my car around, and then go home and beat my wife. That's what Jason Kidd does. Did Fuck that, that guy. Same night, or was that separate nights? I'm just saying. I don't know if it matters. <laughs> yeah, no, he's you're 100 right. Also, not even uh, on a personal. Just let's go ahead and say basketball. Let's uh, let's go ahead and say exactly what's going to happen to Luke Walton. What might happen to Stotts? We've already talked about it a few times. Look at what happened to them Bucks once they got rid of him and got someone else. Look what happened to the Nets when they got rid of him. Like he is a shit coach and he's a shit person. And fuck Jason Kidd. I disagree that he's a shit coach. He, I'm not going to speak to his personal best no as a coach. None. He sucks. I mean, look, he was an, he was an above 500 coach in Milwaukee. That was a team that is not nearly the team that they have now. That was a very young Giannis team. He really did. However, untap who Giannis is today by fine creating point Giannis. I, so, uh, yes. That. I mean, like Giannis was legitimately upset when they let him go. And yeah. I think it was more of a front office thing than like a fucking like inability to coach thing. Cause like, I mean, they were hovering above 500 while he was there. The big thing here is like LeBron respects him. And that's just what it comes down to is like, if LeBron thinks that he is a basketball mind and he signs off on you, like he's going to play hard and you have to bank on that. Mm-hmm. Go get the fucking. I'd rather have the corpse of Rudy Tomjanovich coaching that team than I would fucking Jason Kidd. Is Rudy Tomjanovich might still be alive? I truly don't know. Rudy, um, I think Rudy. But like when I say the corpse, quick. I don't really necessarily mean that he's dead. I mean that if he's not dead, he's a decrepit old man. He's so, definitely like, old. He's I'm def- not being ageist here. He's just an old guy, or he's dead. One of the um, two. If okay, if not Jason Kidd, who do you think is the best fit for the Lakers coaching job? He's just old. He's seventy. He's still alive. 
She's alive. Look at that. Yeah. Um, who's the best fit for the coaching job in LA if it's not Jason Kidd? Mike Rudy Brown. Tomjanovich. Mike Brown. <laughs> oh, wait. I like Should that one better. Nope. Um, I almost that said dumb. Honestly, black. a guy that would be a, a good fit for that team, and I'm, I cannot believe I'm going to say this because I don't really like him, but I think he'd actually be a good coach in that situation maybe sans lebron i guess it'd be if he, they didn't have lebron but but scott skyler would probably be a decent coach for that situation Mm-mm. for just the young guys just yeah. even then though he runs motherfuckers to the ground yeah. that being said though like ooh, speaking of running people to the ground get Thibodeau over there no, tibbs is you not know, going to LA. you know who actually would be a good coach for them like a legitimately good coach for them is frank vogel i was literally just about to say that He's on um, the market. Yeah. He's available. He's a good coach. It didn't work out in in, in Orlando, but he legitimately I, is a good coach. Yeah, in Orlando, he was not really set up to see like his the way his system works. Like he, we did not have the the pieces. The one thing I will say that I had an issue with him was him playing a lot of veterans over young guys. Our defensive philosophy was bad. Sure, um, but you know what? I digress. Like Frank Vogel was a good coach. You guys think um, of Van another Gundy guy that I think actually who I would I think they should hire instead of him a guy that actually I think could really return them to the promised land who sort of um transformed the NBA. I mean, like he was the pioneer to the like the the way that the people are running things now. Stan Van Gundy. Yeah, that's what Nikki was just saying. Oh, right. Yeah, I was literally just like, oh, do any Van Gundy's. It's gonna be. It would be interesting. The other one that I'm thinking of is like somebody who I think like legitimately deserves another chance is Monty Williams. Like Monty Williams is a good Monty Williams. He got, he got a shit deal in new Orleans. He was a good coach. He was doing good work there. Like they need to give one games when he won games with fucking Darren Collison. Who's a good player. I like Darren Collison a lot and fucking Marcus Thornton. I also is not in the league anymore. No, not at all. He had like a stretch there where he was like scoring in high volume, but the, I also heard rumors about Brian Shaw coaching and like taking over the job. I mean, no. that sounds perfect. His name's his last name's Louis Shaw. <laughs> Boo. Boo. Shaw, um, bro. The other one, the Thank other. You, man, you might want to rethink your future career choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I never said uh, I was going to be good. I just said I was going to get paid. <laughs> uh, there was one other coach, now I'm blanking on it. Um, that, oh, sleeper. I'm just putting this one out there. You guys tell me if I'm crazy. Juwan You're Howard. crazy. Jawan oh, Howard. Jawan <laughs> Howard. Let me tell you something. Jawan Howard. Before you continue, is, I just gotta say this. Like the fucking uh fucking godfather to LeBron's kids. So I just gotta say this because it's the thing I like to bring up anytime Jawan Howard gets uh, brought up. Uh, Jawan Howard, the first NBA player in history to sign a one hundred million dollar contract. This is true. This is true. With the Pretty with cool. the the now defunct uh, Washington Bullets. Uh. <laughs> Also, when Jay said Jawan Howard, I was like, ooh, man, I haven't seen Jawana man in a while. <laughs> and that, I, I don't know why. I, I, would, I, would call that, I would call that an adequately rated movie. What was that other superhero yeah. movie? The other Wayne's Brother superhero movie. Oh, uh, my God. One, Jawana Man was superhero not a superhero movie. Yeah, Jawana Man was not movie. a superhero movie. No, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean the other. <laughs> I meant, no sorry, sorry. That's, not, that's not what I meant. That's, I'm sorry. I... I, I what I was I was just thinking of uh hold on I'm gonna look this up. You mean a basketball movie? No, not Sixth Man. Oh, I fucking love that movie. That's a good movie. Was that that was Wayne's Brothers, right? Six yeah, Man? it was Marlon. Yeah. Yep. Let me Mar- see superhero Marlon's movie. Brother. Wayne's Brothers superhero. Here we go. Oh, blank. I know blank, blank man. man. Yeah. 
Oh, Blank, Blank man. man. Yeah, I know. Blank I think man. I'm one of like 40 people that saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think more people saw that movie than no, more people. I've seen it. Let's have a look um, here at the old uh, the old Wikipedia page. What the what this do at the box office? Seven million at the box office. Jesus. Okay, Fun fact: so I, I bought my people own private theater for six million. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is um my preseason pick for rookie of the year, Mr. Trey Young, um, has been on an absolute tear and won not rookie of the month or play. Or pardon me, of the week. Run, he won player of the week in the entire NBA. Um, or no, I think of the month, actually. Now that I think no, about it. was I player of the it. month of the Eastern Conference, I think. Yes, yes. player of the month of the Eastern Conference. Um, yeah, and then uh, uh, James the Harden was the player of the month in the Western. In his last 10 games, he's averaging 23 points uh, with like five rebounds, shooting 82% from three, or pardon me, from three, good Lord, uh, 44% from the field. He's averaging about nine assists, um, and he has been on an absolute just tear. Um, right now his season averages are like right around like 19 and eight, um, and his PER is just getting better. Um, he's been good. Like he's, he's been player. really, really good. And I guess it just begs the question, ha- has he done enough in this late stretch in the season to – surpass Luca as the um as the rookie of the year. I don't believe so. No. I don't well, think so because it's just cuz Luca just has done some legitimately I feel like Luca could have been a fucking all-star this year. Oh, he was very close. Like he like, he very, definitely very could have been. The kicker is is like Trey dropped like I think he had a triple double like 32 Hold on, I'm just pulling up his numbers here. Oh no, not a triple double. Luka, he had like a Luka, like he had back to back thirty point games where he was uh, with thirty point double doubles uh, this week, where it was just like thirty two and eleven, thirty three and twelve, and then Luca followed that up by dropping his first triple double, just like yeah. destroyed. Luca has had the sustained success. Oh no, um, he did have a triple double. He had a triple double on the on the ninth. Luca Luca's had the sustained success all season. Um, Luca's also winning more games. I mean, granted, that's obviously a, a testament to more of the talent around Luca, but that still factors in. Um, also, here's my thing. Like, yeah, Trey Young is a good player. I'm sure. not going to deny that, and he's been playing very well. The thing is, this shit doesn't impress me, though, at the end of the year. There were right. a couple years we talked about that earlier. Yeah. He was kind of doing the same thing, and I was like, he finally turned the fucking corner, and then it – Right. And then it's like, nope. Um, a lot of teams are mailing it in kind yeah. of at this point in the I- year. I will um, say this though, like that's not has, to diminish his accomplishments. No, no, no. I'm yeah, just exactly. saying I want more. I, yeah, I need, he's I need. he's shown signs of of what we saw in at Oklahoma, where like he's a good he's a good playmaker, and he's he, you know he's shooting shots that like in college you were like he definitely shouldn't be shooting that, and like he'll he'll never shoot that in the NBA, and he's still shooting those shots, and like he's hitting them to at, at a decent clip, like thirty eight percent from three. Um, but it's this Atlanta team's fun, man. And like the more and more I think about it, of all the teams that are in the lottery for you know the Zion lottery, basically, I can't stop thinking about Zion in Atlanta, man. Like it's that would fit. be so be much fun to watch fun. that. Him, that was Trey, John Collins, fucking uh, Kevin Horder. Like that's a that's a fun young Vince core. Carter. Vince Carter. <laughs> Sorry, I really derailed you there. One, one of, uh, yeah, I mean, to to kind of go with your point, like one of the biggest things that people knocked Trey Young about in college was his turnovers. And I always defended him on that front because, dude, 
that Oklahoma team had was nobody so, else. So like his trash. turnovers were yeah, a I knew they were of, terrible. like he would throw a pass that would like hit somebody in the fucking hands and go right. out of bat. Like he was the only playmaker they had. So yeah, and yeah, he took some dumb shots, but also it was like, okay, what other kind of shot are we? Yeah, getting? it's like it's either that or you guys don't score. Right. So. Yeah. So yeah. um I'm very really happy for I him. kind of bought into the I I I was swayed by the detractors of Trey. I was big on Trey Young for a long time, and then I got swayed by some of the detractors of him and also the constant media coverage, which is what kind of I think ruined him in a lot of people's eyes. Yeah. But um he's a good player. He's always been a good player. I'm I'm pleased that he's having success in the NBA and I, I hope he continues. To yeah. It's um, I guess it's since, nice to see that there are two point guards, like two new, like kind of generational point guards between. Yeah. Them. Well, and, and also too, like as a consolation prize, like Atlanta still fucked up by not taking Luka Doncic. Like that was, that's just, it's, it's never been more clear. Like they fucked up. Um, but it looks like they didn't fuck up so bad that like they drafted like the next, you know, are they still gonna get the? Are they gonna get Mavs pick? Dude, it's so close. Like, it's very close. Mavs, the Mavs like, where like, is it right now? I know it's. Close. I haven't looked at Tankathon in a bit. Um, I th- it was like sixth, and if they Here, I can look if they, they're in the top five, then they lose it. Yeah. Speaking so of Tankathon, oh, no. shout out to uh, Matt Hoover, friend of the podcast. Yeah. Yes. So Dallas right now is at the, is in sixth, right behind Atlanta. So if they stay there for the rest of the season, which like it looks like that's probably gonna be the case. Atlanta gets the fifth and sixth overall odds in the uh, in the draft, which is fucking nuts. Good way I'm to sorry. Build. We're we're talking about this I really have, quick. I, I have no issue with them trading, making that trade for Luca because here's the thing: if you are a scout in an NBA scouting department and you see, hey, we don't think that there's that big of a gap between these two guys, right? then you take the one that also gives you the best chance to continue to build for the future where you get another first round pick. Maybe yeah, was, like Luca's generational, man. Like he's Trae just Young not might fucking be, dude. good. I don't know. I think Trey Young on a, on a championship team is probably like the second best player. Also, if we're going to talk about trades that people like highly criticized at one point and are now kind of coming around on, I just want to give a lot of credit to uh, Vlade Divac. And when he traded Boogie for Buddy Heald and some other pieces, because yeah. Buddy Heald is a legit player. And yeah, he's been great. Vlade Divac is really building something in Sacramento. Oh, yeah, I love it. One thing I did want to talk about since we were talking about Zion briefly is just like some of the prospects that are in the tournament. Because, like, I'm looking at it right now. It's just like if you're Atlanta, you got the fifth and sixth pick, or like potentially like the third and fifth pick of the draft if, if things stay as is. Like, I have to imagine they're going to package that for the number one overall pick. Um, although I don't, I don't see any team passing up on Zion. No, nobody's going to pass on Zion. So, and so this, this begs the question, like of the players that have been in the tournament that you've had a chance to watch, um, who's impressed you? Who's like, I mean, granted, we haven't like paid a lot of attention to, and this is not a, not a draft podcast and not a college basketball podcast, but like who has stuck out to you as like somebody who's rising and who do you think is like falling? If we're talking like, you know, top 10 talents. That, Zion's legit. Like Zion's locked. Zion's yeah, legit. I mean, that, I see this. John Morant. John Morant locked himself in at number two. Like that boy is. He's he's, he's not yeah. going lower than three. There's no. I want him in Chicago so fucking bad. I would love as soon as dude. As soon as I saw him play, he started that fucking that second game that they lost, but he played well himself. 
five for five from three, and I was just like, oh, he is he's doing good. What I like about him specifically in, the, in that second game, but yeah, like what I like about him specifically as it pertains to the Bulls, and like I think the Suns could be a potential good fit for him too. But like, what I really like about him is that he is so dangerous in transition. Yeah, like he and he is a he is a next level passer, and on a team like the Bulls where you've got like Laurie and Zach Levine and Wendell Carter and Otto Porter, these are guys who can play off the ball and just kind of like sit and wait. Like they don't necessarily need to have the ball to get their shot off. It's just the perfect fit, man. I would love John Morant. Like, look, we're going to suck on defense, but it'll be really fun to watch. They're going to score a lot of fucking points. Two guys that I am high on. I'll I'll start with the one. One of them's like, I mean, probably a top five pick. So, I mean, you know, I don't know what, take that for what you will, but uh, Brandon Clark from Gonzaga. Yes. I was literally just watching the Gonzaga game before we jumped on here. He's Um, really fucking good. Yeah. I mean, he, he averages like, um, like almost four blocks a game right now in in college. And like, that's impressive. Um, You know, and he's, I mean, he's obviously, he scores a lot. He's really talented. I I think he's kind of, he, he looks really good. He looks like he's going to be a very good NBA player. One guy that I'm also, I've been, high on all year and I'm still very high on and in fact uh would take him every single time over both Cam Reddish and RJ Barrett is Jarrett Culver from Texas Tech. I've been impressed with him too I wasn't I I didn't know much about him I just saw him a lot in the mock drafts and I'm like all right well I gotta watch this kid And, and like the first two games they're playing right now against Michigan apparently it's a fucking terrible game but like I was just I was watching him in the first two rounds and I'm like okay you know what like I don't necessarily know how he fits in Chicago but he's really talented um he clearly has like a, a strong offensive skill set um and even like his game was right after John Morant and like it kind of got like just buried because of how good John Morant's game was against Marquette but like yeah. the boy still dropped like 26 points and I think he had a double double so like um yeah he's he's been a good one I think RJ Barrett's actually had a pretty good tournament Cam Reddish is just dropping down oh my god his his stock is just plummeting yeah um, he, I, I'm... like he'll be a top 10 pick for sure, I'm less impressed with those two guys though because that, because like Zion when Zion went down and they they kind of figured it out towards the end of his injury, right. but God, they just looked fucking lost. And the thing is, is like Zion commands so much of another team's attention <sighs> that I think it makes those guys look better. Not to say that they're not good players. Cause no, they, no, no, no. And I think I think this is another one of those cases too, where like I I still like RJ Barrett a lot for the simple fact that I think his game is better suited to a team that can space the floor, which this team cannot like no. he drives to the basket at will and can get to the line. And he does a lot of things that like modern NBA point guards do, but this team doesn't stretch the floor. So like, it doesn't really complement his skill set. Now, Cam Reddish, I tell you what, man, when the season started, I was very, very high on Cam Reddish right now, the way I see it, like somebody compared him to Jeff Green the other day, which I'm like, oh no, oh, that seems that's really kind weird. of a good comparison, though. It's like I was just like, and like a better shooting Jeff Green, but I was just so sad for him. Talk just about like, a guy that though Jeff Green. I mean, the thing is though, Jeff Green has all the tools. He just, I he just hasn't. He just never right. Put it together. Somebody said like Cam Reddish at this rate could peak to be like Rashard Lewis, and like at worst could be like Jeff Green, which like I don't want to draft fucking. I don't uh, want to draft either one of those guys. That's, I don't want to uh, draft Rashard. I take Rashard Lewis any day. Well, I, I yeah, I loved Rashard Lewis. Top five? Like, I'm just saying. Yeah, I guess top five. You got Rashard Lewis in the top five. You probably you came out as a winner on that one. But. What do you guys think about Jarrett Culver? Well, that's what we were just saying. Like Jarrett so, Culver. So, oh yeah, I'm sorry. What? I, I'm sorry. 
I meant Jackson Hayes, the guy from Texas. I just, oh, I just I've only seen, that was the I've first only seen clips of him because they didn't make it to the tournament. So like yeah, Texas, I haven't seen him either. Which like, dude, Shaka Smart, man. Like I really thought he was gonna turn that that program around after what he did at VCU and he's no. just doing nothing. Texas Texas has a problem that starts at the I, like I, I mean I watch a lot of college sports, obviously as a uh, I'm a huge college athletics fan, being that you know I grew up in a state without any pro sports. Um, but um, Jackson Hayes is a fine player. I Jackson Hayes to me screams a lot of like the he screams to me like the Fab Mellows of the world, like a guy that goes high because Here's- he's big and pretty good. But I Jackson, I don't know, I don't know, I don't see where he fits in today's NBA. Here, here's what I'll say. Texas has had a string of centers enter the NBA who have had pretty damn good careers over the last like five years. Miles Turner, Jared Allen, like they've had a couple you guys. Come... Aldridge in there if you want to. I mean, he's more, sure. in the NBA, power sure. forward, but sure. yeah. like they've they've had some guys come out of the Mo Bamba. Like they've they've had guys come out of that school. Who are just like okay, all right. I mean, they produce and like he say what you will about Shaka, he's not getting results, but he does he does recruit well. Um, uh, so his kids like they're ready to play in the NBA. I have a, one more question for you guys. Based on, I was looking at this as as of everything's ranked right now, 14th they said would be picked is Bull Bull, uh, and 14th is uh, the Kings, but their pick because of Danny Ainge magic will be going to the Celtics. Do you think that would be a good pickup for the Celtics if that all felt like that? I watched him play Iowa early in the season, and granted, that was early in the season, and I was not that impressed. He, he got worked by uh, this kid named Ryan Creener, who I mean has no future in the NBA by any means. Um, he's so small, like I mean, yeah. he's seven foot two, but he's very, very frail. He, very I just, I mean, I. If you're the Celtics, the though, like you don't need any more guys like that at, at fourteen, though. Like I don't have any problem with that. Like fourteen oh. is, I mean, you're at the back, of the literally the last pick of the lottery, like right. That's pick i would i'll tell you who i would rather have than both of those guys is bruno fernando from maryland that guy has andre drummond 2.0 written all over in all honesty i hope he falls to where he's projected which is 18th which at right now would be the spurs that'd be i'd be i think it'd be a fun pickup it'd be a good fit there yeah Yeah. jante porter just went down too i think he tore his acl in the fucking nit tournament or practice or some shit like Ooh. workouts. So he's going to be there another season. Uh, okay. Last topic of the night. Um, Chris Bosch is had his Jersey retirement uh, the other night with Miami. Uh, it was a very heartfelt um, occasion. A lot of, uh, a lot of speeches. He's a very funny dude, very charismatic dude. Um, I think we've talked about this before when he like officially retired of like, I think it's unanimous though, that like he's a hall of famer. 100%. I think so. Yeah. It gotta be my, my bigger question here is like, should the Raptors also retire his Jersey? No, no, I don't think he's meant as much to them. I don't think Miami should either, just because they're going to run out of jerseys with as many as they fucking retired down. <laughs> I mean, yo, I mean, they even retired Michaels. Just Championship City, man. Understand? Yeah, that one was weird. They like needed the a whole journey. league should retire twenty three. That's my humble opinion. Yeah, fair. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I mean, just like he's the mo- Michael is the most iconic player to ever play the game. He is unquestionably the best player to ever play the game. Just retires fucking jersey. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. My my only point with the Chris Bosh thing is like he played more seasons in Toronto and put up way way bigger numbers in Toronto. Yeah, I agree. But the but thing is, like he bolted for greener pastures. He didn't win anything there. I mean, I I you know I, I like should Orlando retire? Like if like would Orlando retire Tracy McGrady's jersey? No. Would Orlando retire Shaq's jersey? No. Yeah. I mean, like 
Yeah, I mean, I, granted, obviously, I mean, you make the good point that he played in Toronto longer than he did in Miami, and that's by one valid. season. Can't by say, one season. You can't say that same thing about those two other players that I just mentioned, but I mean, um, I just, I, you know, no, I don't think so. I think Miami should. I think, I think it's okay for Toronto to appreciate him and cl- kind of claim him as their own. That's great, fine, but retiring his jersey is a little too far. All from I want to see is more clips of him with those dreads. Yeah, that's what I want. I want those Raptor dreads, him looking like a bird. Put him in the Hall of Fame for the all tiny head team. Hmm. He has the smallest. He has a tiny, tiny head. He He has legitimately the smallest head I've I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anything else we want to talk about today before we wrap up? Yeah, no, I want to talk. I want to shit on LeBron a little bit more. Did you see what LeBron said about Chris Bosch? I put it in the notes. Oh yeah, what was that about? I didn't he understand. Said, that. He was like, he was like, thank you for helping me win my championships. <laughs> I mean, just be more of a fucking dickhead, dude. Like my championships, oh, man. Like you know, like I, everybody always does this, and I know it's kind of cliche, but like, okay, when the Hawks won, when the Blackhawks, Chicago Blackhawks, for those of you who don't watch hockey, won uh, the Stanley Cup. I can't. I think it was maybe the the one they won in thirteen. Um, <clears throat> They interviewed Jonathan Taves, and not once did he say I or me. It was all we and all the team. And like, yeah, That's not fair. He's Canadian. Uh, that's a valid point. Yeah, you make a valid point. But my, my overarching point, though, is LeBron is a selfish prima donna who may or may not have an alcohol problem. And, and with that, and with that, uh, anything we want to plug before we wrap up today, before we continue to like besmirch LeBron and his wine, <laughs> wine drinking? Follow me on Twitter. Um, I don't have any Iowa stuff to tweet about. I watch the baseball, but I don't tweet about it. Um, so, all, actually, that's not true. Uh, the the Iowa women uh, on Saturday are in the Elite Eight or the Sweet Sixteen oh, nice. against NC State. Uh, this is probably the best Iowa women. The Iowa women's program is very good. This is probably the best team we've had since maybe 1997. Um, so, very talented. They have a Player of the Year candidate, Megan. Uh, Gustafson, who um, in the Big Ten championship game scored 45 points and grabbed 15 rebounds. So God, damn, she is uh, she's extremely talented. She's going to play in the, the Lady NBA, and uh, that is on Saturday. I don't know exactly what time, but it's on Saturday. Uh, I will not be. I will unfortunately not be able to tune in. I'm going to Milwaukee to, uh, as very on brand as the one white guy on this podcast, uh, go to an Eric Church concert. So, uh, <laughs> legitimately, yeah, I do not know who that is. Yeah. That makes he's two a of country us. music artist. Uh, he's very talented. That he's better than a it. lot of the, uh, the the trashy pop country, which I admittedly like. Yeah, there's a, good, a lot to be said about bro country. Uh, <laughs> and when it's uh, outside in the summertime. Uh, the only thing I ever have to say about bro country is uh, the bro, the bo. I almost said bro Burnham. The Bo Burnham uh, song about it's country. extremely accurate the and most it's hilarious. Fucking perfect. Jay, have you ever seen it, Jay? No. no i'll send you a link to it if listeners if you've never seen it bo burnham has a country song just i, I do just pipe, type in bo burnham country song it's the perfect fucking song i just remember I have, when he was on parks and rec where he was just like save the troops and shit like that. Yeah, yeah which was just spot on just so on brand but <laughs> was, uh, i forgot about that country yeah. character he had the one thing I do, I do have one other thing I want to plug. So Jordy Nelson uh, just retired officially from the NFL and is a Packers fan, uh, a big fan of uh, his body of work. Um, and he, uh, they're, they're one, of my, one of my friends that I went to high school with, um, one, a couple of his fraternity brothers uh, made a song 
uh, a tribute to Aaron Rodgers called I Could Be Your Jordy. <laughs> and I highly recommend everybody go uh, give it a listen. Uh, the YouTube video, just watch the YouTube video. It's funny. The song is good. Uh, it's very entertaining. Uh, other than that, just follow me on Twitter at TadHall underscore. Nice. Follow me at Nikki Palooza on all social media and find that video of Bo Burnham singing a country song. <laughs> all right. Um, cool. Well, you can follow me at J underscore Kilos on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow NBA at NBA Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Make sure and give the podcast a five-star rating and review if you're enjoying yourself. I hope you did today. We, uh, we, we enjoyed ourselves. Um, tell your friends. Give us a rating, a review. Share the podcast. Tell your friends. I'm sure they'll enjoy it as well. Playoffs are coming. Next week, we're going to be doing superlatives. So make sure and stay tuned. And uh, yeah, well, for Nikki, for Tad, for Jay, this has been NBA and we're out. Bye-bye. Bye.